Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence through our contact page at warren-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, Linktree, and you can also down, listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, Christianity in America, Persuasion, Purpose, and Patience. Christianity in America faces extinction and is daily subject to the the direct immoral persuasions and platitudes of those in society who directly offend the Lord God with their immoral ways. Do not miss this post, Christian Discernment, Frogs, Folly, and Truth. There is no doubt today society is lawless. But years ago, there were voices who warned of these days. Do not miss this post, Thomas Jefferson's In the Course of Human Events. Thomas Jefferson's In the Course of Human Events reminds Americans today of the great hand in forging this nation. In the beginning, God in this nation brought many different people. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com are, do not miss this post, End of Days Advocacy Gospel News Classic Warn Radio. Classic Warn Radio episode of End of Days Advocacy News follows the Christian church worldwide. Here we see the ongoing persecution around the world. And do not miss this post. Evangelism Challenges Gospel Classic Warren Radio. Evangelism Challenges Gospel Classic Warren Radio greets these perilous times as nations once formerly closed to the gospel have found the gospel. Do not miss this post. Eyes of Understanding, Redemptive Inheritance of the Saints, Part 4 on Sound the Shofar. Eyes of understanding is that point where once the darkness shielded your will and mind for comprehending what is before you. Here those in darkness do not know our God and Father, nor his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. And be sure to pick up your copy of The Rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. The rising details a takeover of America, and the nation is at risk. There's danger and intrigue, and dark forces are plotting to bring this country into the globalist new order. And be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com where you can visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop and we feature the rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchman.
You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to another broadcast. This is Sound the Shofar on a Friday. And we're about at the end of the month. We're going to be in September. We've had one election. The preliminaries and then the big election is November, I think. Then, of course, there's 2024 that people are gearing up towards. And I've heard all kinds of people running. I don't know. After seeing the term of Biden, it's probably pretty clear anybody can run the Oval Office after he's been in there. And uh, in all my years that God has given me, I've never seen someone more inept, nor people willing to allow him to be inept. And I believe a lot of that is is physical, is uh, dementia. Because that does change the way you think. And there are people in the back of him that you don't see that control him and tell him what to do. He gets to go away and vacation all the time and the only time they need him is to come back and make statements. To sign a law. To be presidential. Just to try to convince the rest of us that he's not as nutty as he sounds. And we put up with this charade for the first <clears throat> almost half of his presidency. But this is coming because of the sins of America. The enemies wouldn't be able to take over or cause trouble in this country if we were what we should be. But you have a divisive nation. You have people hell-bent on Marxism and destroying America. You have Soros-appointed political hacks that will do anything to assure that agenda's success. So that's why today we're now in part two. Of end time affliction survival practice. This is about scripture and surviving. And uh, you see, most people think that everything's going to be fine in America. Even with those trying to tear it apart. The inner cities are the most tenuous. Because that's where these groups can pretty much operate freely. So, a survival practice. There's things you can do ahead of time. 
Luke 21. 34 through 36. I'm going to give you a part of it. Watch and pray always. That's a command. That you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass. Watch and pray always. That's a command. That you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass. I've been praying that personally for my family and people that I know for a very, very long time. The Lord gave me that many, many years ago. Watch and pray always. Don't just sit there on your butt and do nothing. Just don't read John 3.16 and the others doing nothing. Watch and pray always. Watch and pray always in this manner. Father, I thank you for your goodness today. For your mercy and deliverance. And in Jesus' name, I watch and I pray. And then list the names out. List their names. Billy, Johnny, Betty, whoever they are. Watch and pray always. I pray, Father. That Billy, Johnny, Betty, etc. Would be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass. And to stand before the Son of Man. There's another one in John. <clears throat> 17, I believe. Where the Lord prays, I pray thee, Father, that you would not take them out of the world. but keep them from the evil. That evil directly refers to the devil and what he does from the evil. Later on, when they pray what we call the Lord's Prayer, he prays, and deliver us from evil and lead us not into temptation. Well, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So there is that where God wants to deliver his people from evil. In our Isaiah series, we're way past this one. But it's in Isaiah, I think it's chapter 3. Where the Lord tells Isaiah, Tell the righteous it shall be well with him, for he shall eat the fruit of his doings. Tell the Wicked, it shall be ill with him, for he shall eat the fruit of his doings. And it's important to understand there is a deliverance, there is help, and there is also a caveat to all. And that's found in Revelation, one that I call the marching order. There's a number of them in Revelation. <clears throat> and it's these things that we need to pay attention to.
they and this is Revelation twelve eleven. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. They received the Lord. They believe in the gospel. They're walking in the light as the Lord's in the light, First uh, John 1. They have received him as in John 1. They've been born again of the Spirit as in John 3. And they realize that without him we can do nothing. You can read John 15. These are those that have confessed their sins. Romans 3 through 7. You see, because the fact remains, there is martyrdom. The Muslims love martyrdom, but they perverted it by... And you can tell that Because the writings therein are typical for a male-dominated religion that rewards the men for murdering other people. And that when they die in that process, they're going to go to heaven and have 70 fair-haired virgins. And I'm not mocking the religion. But this is a discussion. This is not going to get you into heaven or paradise. There's only one name, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. The only begotten Son of the Father. Without him you will die in your sins. And that's the biggest escape clause there is in this whole thing. If you don't know Yahshua, if you don't know Jesus, then none of the rest of this matters. This week... In time affliction, survival practice, watch therefore. This is part two. You see, watch therefore, the two little words in the phrase on this part, this focus today, brings to the forefront what you need to focus on. You see, in America, and even in the world, most people watch something. Entertainment, sports, or some other activity. We spend hours on our computers, smartphones. Some do television that way. Or they go to live ball games and many other activities. They're busy. They watch. In fact... You could say humans watch something all the time. They do. And they also ignore a lot of the stuff that they watch. For instance, a store security camera picked up a big group. And these are mostly blacks in the inner city along with a few interspersed other races in them but mostly black they go into this store in the inner city and there's other shoppers in there but these guys are going in not to shop but to steal And they're throwing stuff all over the place and they're cramming as much as they can. And these people stand around and watch. Not one of them lifts a finger. Not one. The clerk in there, he ain't going to do nothing. Because these people, when they put people in there, they put one person. 
maybe two if you're lucky. And so we've got a catastrophe going on with young people that think they have a right to steal everything. You should not steal. Well, why shouldn't I steal? We could say because it's wrong. Why is it wrong? See, that's the kicker. Because the Lord Jesus Christ tells you not to steal. Tells you not to murder. Tells you not to commit adultery. And all you have to do is take a quick look back in the Tanakh. Just take a short look at the Ten Commandments. That's a good start. You could get in and read the words of the apostles that tell you not to do things like that. Paul plainly states that those who do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Because the problem of it is the apostles did list out how as Christians we should act. We should be. And then there's those who sow to the flesh. Like these people were doing. <clears throat> so in America today, we have a big problem. We do watch. We watch a lot of stuff. We watch the political realm. Many of these same kids in the inner cities belong to either Antifa or BLM or their small gangs. Nobody does anything about them because they're in a city where the prosecutor, the attorney general, and the governor are Soros appointed, usually. And Soros has stated his whole goal is to destroy America as it is. Well, many, many years ago, back in the mid-70s, early 70s, I should say, when Tower and I first got married... I sat her down and told her what was coming to America because I knew at that time. I'd been plainly told and shown through three visions that America as we knew it would cease to exist. Now that's pretty heavy stuff, but that's what I told her. But you see... When I do these programs and when I teach the Word of God, I don't want you, depending on my vision or what I think the Lord God told me. No. You have to have a personal relationship with Him, not built on anything else other than the solid Word of God, and you have to listen to the Spirit of God. Matthew 23:33 the Lord says You serpents you generation of vipers how can you escape the damnation of hell And then again in this section I have Luke 21:36 Watch ye therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the son of man Romans 2.3, And thinkest thou this, O man, that judgest them which do such things, and doest the same, that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? What I'm telling you is real. 
In order to escape the wrath of God, you must do more than just ignore what is coming. Now, I can tell you that in the church, predominantly American, Western, you have the teaching of the pre-trib rapture, mid-trib, post-trib, whichever one fits your flavor. But in America, we like the pre-trib because we don't want to think about going through anything. But since the year 2000, America and things in the world have illustrated the end time, perilous times, where people are wicked and they're lawless. And it's gotten worse. And it's gotten a lot worse since Obama's two terms. And the only relief we had was when Trump was in there for four years and turned everything around. But the rhinos hated him because they couldn't do what he did. The liberals hated him because they're trying to destroy America. So he was getting it, and still is, from both sides. Because they don't want anybody making America great again. Even the rhinos are globalists. So if you're a Christian believer, or even a non-Christian, this is going to affect you. So, at the least, you need to understand, even if you don't want to become a Christian, you will still face this stuff in this country. And I'm not here to convert you. I give you a choice. It's your choice. You don't want to become a Christian? That's between you and the Lord. Because... You will find out at one time when you stand in before the Lord that you should have received him and followed him. Because there's no other way. And of course the nations of men contend with that. And that's the way they are. They're going to do it. They even did it with the Lord. Even the Jews did it. And that's exactly who the Lord, who is Jewish, was speaking to the Jews who were in charge in Jerusalem in their own little section under the Roman Empire rule. First Corinthians 10.13 There is no temptation taken you, but just such as common to man, but God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you were able but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Now he's talking to Christians, the Corinthians. And the Corinthians weren't perfect. And so they need to remember that if God is going to help you, you need to make sure you know the Son. And are redeemed. First Thessalonians 5.3 describes things this way. For when they shall say peace and safety. Then sudden destruction shall come upon them. As travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. Hebrews 2.3. How shall we escape. If we neglect so great a salvation which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. So the word came from the Lord to the apostles to the early church. But you see, we like peace and safety. And there's people that are going to herald any other leader, excuse, hope 
than the true hope. And that's why this gospel shall be preached in all the world for a witness. And that's what this program is about. We are a witness with the gospel and the word of God. So when you stand before the Lord, he will bring to mind and tell you when you heard this word. Because it's a witness. But you see, the world's going to reject that witness. Matter of fact, Paul describes that in 2 Thessalonians 2. They will reject the love of the truth. And that's what we're already doing. Now, that doesn't mean nobody's going to come to the Lord. Not at all. Because through the tribulation and the trouble, people get awakened. And we report all the time of Christians who are ex-Muslim, ex-Hindu, and other areas where they came out of. Because a lot of these sincere believers want to know the true and the living God. And there's a lot of this miraculous that we have reported on, and others, not just us, where the Lord reveals himself to these people, and they know the true and the living God then. We hear it all the time. So we're going to be talking about a couple things in this series. One is prudence and the other is wisdom. And we look in Proverbs 8.12. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Now, I really like that verse because of the witty inventions. See, and when I speak of wisdom, there's an all-encompassing wisdom in, in God. Our God and our Father, who has sent us his only begotten Son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. But see, along with that, and we find this out from the Torah, that even with Israel, when they were working in the tabernacle, and Moses was told everything he was supposed to do, he, he was told precisely what to put in there. And he says, you are to do this exactly as we have shown you, as I have shown you. As it was showed you in the mount, that's how you're going to do it. But there were some people, the ones who worked in various artistry crafts and gold and silver and other things, they had been given the knowledge by the Lord how to do it. So I wisdom... Here it's in a good sense. Skillful, wisdom, wise. And another little word, wit. So wisdom, the skill and the wisdom to do something dwells with prudence. Now, prudence is kind of a funny word because you can see it as trickery using things for their own advantage. But in a good sense, it's known as discretion, prudence. Being subtle or wild. Wisdom. The revised version refers to it as skillful. And you can find these particular words. For instance, in Proverbs 16.21, The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increases learning. 
Now, see, the only reason there's sweetness of the lips is because it's a wise and heart person. Otherwise, conversations can be vile and wicked, hateful, spiteful. And that's really where we're at in America today. We've got a blanket of uncleanness and rebellion led by pride. And pride goes before a fall. And that's why we are doing a series, How Shall We Escape? Talking about how to escape. Being prudent, being wise, being skillful in our knowledge. What do you do? You know, and uh, how many times? I just had another story of a guy that was preaching and went down on the street. And, of course, I can't remember if they shot him or not, but he ran into the wrong folk down there. You know, preachers, teachers, Christians, you know, you don't go foolishly against the enemy. If you're going to go down in these areas, you need to be anointed. You need to acknowledge the Lord. You need to be fasted and prayed up. And make sure, he says, we'll go on down. It'll be safe. But if you just go on down and say, well, I'm a Christian. you got a Bible and you're going to go down and preach. You're going to get the stuffings beat out of you. It takes the power of God, the presence of that power, in miraculous sign to keep you safe. Now, see, we knew many times, and when you read the Gospels, you find that. And I recommend you read the Gospel of John at least 20 times. And then get in first, first John, Second John, Third John. Here's another one, Proverbs 18:15. The heart of the prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. See, you want to seek after knowledge. And this is knowledge to do good. But there are those that want knowledge, and they want wisdom not to do good. Wisdom can be used in two ways. The devil is wise, but he's wise to do evil. Israel was told that they were wise to do evil. People today are wise to do evil. We need to be wise to do righteous things. To be that testimony that God intends us to be. Now, see, we can also find prudent, and we're talking about prudence or prudent, as well as wisdom. But you see, there's a scripture very, very important here, Isaiah 5, 20 through 23. Now, of course, in Isaiah 5, Isaiah is just beginning to wrap up, you know, beginning to sum up. The situation with the children of Israel. But you see, prudent is used in the context of those who reject truth. But they still believe they are wise and prudent. But they're not. They're wise to do evil. Now this is the way it goes. And we're here now. This this is America. This is the Biden administration. This is the Obama administration. This is many people in America. This is also the groups that are on the streets that have convinced themselves that communism, socialism, destroying America, stealing and doing everything you can is the way. That's going to bring misery and death. 
You don't want a civil war, but they do. You don't want people stealing out of your grocery store. A, a store doesn't have that much overhead. I mean, that much profit. 30% is usually what they rise on, and then there's an average among all the prices. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Now this is wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. They think they're being wise and they're prudent. But they're not. Not for good, but for evil. They're calling evil good and that which is good evil. Because they were even persecuting the righteous Jews at this time as well. Because they didn't want to hear them tell them that that was wrong. And so there was division. Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. And that's been going on for as long as there's been alcohol and men around and fighting. Which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. These are people who go out, drink wine, party. And that this really reminds you of those who... You can find it in many of the pagan empires like Nineveh, Assyria. Babylon of old, even the Roman Empire. See, and today, where do you find truth? You have all kinds of truth. And, you know, even the schools are in, in it. Uh, the teachers. The latest craze is the animal craze, where kids, that's because the seeds have been planted, see. They have been planted in these kids over the Internet, over the children's books and the children's things that they do. They're convinced. So then a spirit of uncleanness comes along with these children and all of a sudden they believe they're a cat or something else or a dog. Matter of fact, this is not ludicrous at all. Because our schools are involved in it. And if your child believes they're a cat, you have to agree with them. And if they want to be a cat in school, they can be a cat. I'm not making this up. We have friends of ours that people that went down into Denver, stayed at a motel. They were down there on a weekend with some friends. And there was an animal convention. But it's not the kind of animal convention you know, where people bring furry pets and you get to see all the animals. No, this was humans who had a whole convention at a major hotel in Denver where they all dressed up in animal costumes and they went by their animal name and they were animals. But really, they were humans. They're not animals. And see, to them, they're wise in their own sight. Their own eyes. They're being prudent. This is who I am. But in fact, they are deluded. In Isaiah 10.13, it describes how this process works. For he saith, by the strength of my hand, I have done it. 
by my wisdom, for I am prudent. I have removed the bounds of the people. I have robbed their treasures, and I have put down the inhabitants like a valiant man. This was the oppression that was going on, but this is what they did. See, today we have people that are doing this in America, bringing America down. And the Democrats, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that will not tell these kids the truth. And they make it laws where you can't tell them. Your kids can be taken away from you. I seen an article just the other day, a woman that, uh, and this was a young woman, middle, you know, young, who had gotten a degree, probably in her 30s. And she got in trouble because she was removing kids from their parents at will whenever she felt like it. She didn't have no justification. That's why she got in trouble. But she did it for a long time before she got caught. But you see, we are targeting the very young in kindergarten. We are allowing them to be subjected to all kinds of immoral, godless things. We convince them that they can be a cat. Well, they like cats. Or they like dogs, so they're going to be one. When they read books, they read those characters, and to them they're real. So Johnny in the book had a cat, and he wants to be a cat too, so he started pretending he was a cat. You go online into our immoral internet, which is amoral, actually. So whatever you believe, it's fine. Because it'll substantiate that. Now see, this is what the Lord says. I will choose your delusions. Bring your own fears upon you, because when I called, you did not answer. That's in Isaiah. And then you move over <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. The Apostle Paul in 2 Thessalonians describes a delusion that God sends. So they would believe a lie and they're going to be damned for it because they rejected the love of the truth. That is, God sent his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe on him would not perish but have eternal life. There's no reason to go to hell, no reason to be damned, not, no reason whatsoever because Yahshua provided the atonement for you. But you see, these people are blinded. They're proud. They're doting. They know nothing. And what they do know is wrong. And so that's really... When we talk about this, survival practice, one of the first lessons is to decide which side you're going to be on. Because I, you know, I can't help you. I can give you the scriptures. I can do this show. But you have the God-given Ability to make your own decision, usually. And so... You know, these things are really upsetting in society for a lot of people.
Now, the American Standard Revised uh, Version, when we're talking about prudence, uses understanding. But people's understanding can be darkened, can be wrong. There's only one ultimate truth, and that is found in Yahshua and in the, in the Word of God. But you see, we've got a lot of holy books in the world. We've got a lot of religions, a lot of faith, and when you're trying to build a global community of a one-world government, you can't have some... Christian insisting that there's only one way to the Father and only one way of salvation. You can't have that. So in the end of days, among all the religions there is in the world and in the netherworld and in the spiritual world of every religion, there's only one whose followers are going to be targeted. Now, that doesn't mean the others aren't targeted because the the Uyghurs and others do suffer at the hands of China because they despise all religions. But in the end of days, when the Antichrist, the true figure is the beast, because that's the source of who he is, is revealed and he has to be revealed. His number one enemy will be our God and our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, Yahshua. And the believers are going to be slaughtered. Now there's going to be others killed too. Anybody that does not do what this guy says will be killed. Or he'll throw you in prison and you're going to be wishing you were dead. Now Ephesians 1, 3 through 8, Paul writes some words. That whole section we could read. But let's start at verse 3 through 8. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holding without blame before him in love. So we have a destiny. We're found in Christ. And this was done before the foundation of the world, that God would have a holy and blameless people who would walk in love. Having predestinated us under the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. Because we are God's children. So we've been predestinated and adopted through the atoning work of Christ on the cross to be the sons of God. Read John chapter 1. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. For by grace through faith are you saved, that not of yourselves, that is a gift of God. We are accepted in the beloved, in the Father through the Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. So we have wisdom and prudence, and we know what the world is like. 
Love not the world nor the things that are in the world. There's a wisdom that comes with knowing the Father through the Son. Your understanding is awakened as it's never been. Your knowledge, your wisdom, your prudence that God gives you. You are able to function in the world that is bound up with sins and lust and be set free. But this does not happen through sciences or the will of men. This happens through the power of God and the Spirit of God. You must be born again by the Spirit of God. And be found in the Lord Jesus, Yeshua. So one of the greatest survival practices there is that can be mentioned is knowing the Lord, being found in him, and being given these gifts. Now see, just in Ephesians 3 through 8, you have a whole list of blessings and benefits of knowing the Father through the Son through the atoning work of Yahshua on the cross. And it was done so that you would be redeemed and reunited with the Father. To as many as received him, gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to those who believe on his name. And so in this second portion, part two of survival practice, we find out the deeper meaning and purposes of God in this whole thing. Because you're going to need <laughs> you're going to need the Lord. That's all there is to it. You're going to need that power and presence. Father, we thank you for this day and for this word. Bless those that heard this word whenever they do. Guide them, direct them, and redeem them in Jesus' name. Bring them unto yourself. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, in the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming of this word. You go with God. Have a good weekend. Seek him. Be found in him. I can't do it for you. I can't guarantee that you're not going to be martyred. But I can tell you with a surety, America as you know it will cease to exist. The nations of men will change as you've never seen. Till next time. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.